Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Okay. Happy Monday. Thank you guys for taking time out as always to be here. I really like this series. You know, we're doing this back to school series and it's I need it truthfully. Like I absolutely need all of these reminders and I hope that you guys do too. And I think it's really fun to revisit some of the things we know, but that are so, so easy to forget. Right. And so in this back to school series, like the idea behind it, the impetus behind it was really coming out of, you know, for those of us that live in the Northern hemisphere, at least coming out of the summer season where our kids are not in school, where we're taking vacations, where our colleagues are taking vacations, where everything just feels a little bit different, right? A little bit looser maybe, or more flexible or more chaotic. And in that change in routine, often I find that I feel a change in my own practice, which sometimes feels lovely and invigorating. And sometimes I realize after a bit of time that I've let some depth escape. And so by back to school, by recommitting to some of the foundational teachings, what I'm inviting for myself and hopefully for you as well is a recommitment to the depth of the practice. Because I know, you know, it's really easy to sit down and set a timer for 10 minutes and spend the whole 10 minutes doing something like writing a grocery list or planning your to-do list or daydreaming or falling asleep. And then your bell rings and you're like, um, I mean, I guess I meditated. And then you're off in your day and you don't really feel any better. Right? So we started the series last week with a look at one of the three most common obstacles when it comes to a sense of depth in meditation. And that first obstacle we looked at was laziness in all of its forms, obvious and slightly more subtle, but the ways that we let laziness sneak its way into our practice so that even when we say we're practicing, there's not really a lot happening. The second obstacle that is unbelievably common is forgetting the instructions, like forgetting them. This is how we can set the timer and write a to-do list for 20 minutes. And it's not, you know, forgetting maybe isn't even the right word because it's not necessarily like, I don't remember how to meditate. 
But it's that the words are so familiar, so rote, that they go in one ear and out the other, and you don't hear them, right? That is really true when you listen to guided meditations, and perhaps you listen to the same person guide those meditations every day, and you know the words. Y'all know what I'm going to say before I say it most of the time, right? We very, very, very frequently go through really similar guidance because meditation is meditation. And there's only so many times you hear straighten your spine, relax your jaw, let your belly expand before you stop listening. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. But do you? Because did you actually stop to see if your belly was expanding? Maybe, but maybe not. And so that forgetting the instructions might be almost becoming immune to the instructions or uh, numbing the instructions. We stop hearing them. We stop actually making sure that they're true in our practice. And so today we recommit to the actual foundations of a meditation practice. And when I think of the most basic level, the truths of let me sit down and meditate, I think on the level of the body, the breath, and the mind. So the body is, how do I sit? How do I sit or lie or walk if you were doing a walking meditation, right? But it's, what am I doing with the physical body in this exact moment? And so when you sit with me, you hear something like, rest your hands on your lap, close your eyes or don't. Sit up nice and tall, relax your shoulders, let go of the muscles in the face, let your belly relax. And these aren't cues that I made up, right? These are points that help us align our body so that energetically we're awake, we're open and receptive to what's happening. But there are two other things that happen when we set our body in a really specific way. The first of which is we call ourselves to the present moment because guess where the the physical body is? It is not in the past and it cannot be in the future. It is only right here, despite where our mind may be. So when I say, what's my spine doing? And I actually stop long enough to notice, well, I just pulled my mind right here because my low back only hurts right now, right? What I feel in my knee, in my ankle, in my jaw, that is right now. So the act of aligning our body, when we remind ourselves of what we're doing, we're calling ourselves to the present moment. The other thing that I really believe is when we take these seats, even if it's not 
formally sitting down on the ground with your legs crossed and your fingers in some fancy mudra. Even when you're in a chair, on a couch, leaned back against a wall maybe. When we take that seat, we are connecting ourselves with a line of meditators that goes on for at least 2,500 years, if not much more. And I love to remember that connection because I feel like it really anchors me to what I'm here to do. I'm not here to write a to-do list right now. I'm here to go much deeper than that. And so I take my seat. This is instruction number one. And once I get here, I'm in my body. I am awake. I am present. Well, now you're going to hear me say something like, feel your breath. Start to pay attention to your breath. Notice your breath, right? This is instruction number two. And you might notice that at least I don't guide how to breathe. And and I will point out actually that that is not true across styles of practice. Some styles of meditation have very guided forms of breath work, which are lovely. They're just different, right? We all teach in different ways. And I teach from the place of breathe how you're breathing because I'm very much about practicing in your real everyday life in this exact moment, right? So you sit down and you start start to feel how you're breathing. For me, this is usually just inside my nose. That's where I put my attention, right? Like I'm going to draw all of my inner awareness just inside my nose so that I really actually feel it when I breathe in. And I really actually feel it as I breathe out. I am not narrating that experience or describing it. There are no words involved. I am not saying, oh, my breath feels blank. But rather, I'm really just imagining, like, if I could climb into my own breath and feel it all the way around and through me, what's that experience like? And as I hone into that experience, again, I'm being pulled into presence. There's also a really sneaky little thread of compassion that I find in my breath. Because that is nourishment. Right? It's nourishment. It is, it can be a salve for the nervous system. A slow, relaxed breath is the easiest way to calm your nervous system down when you're stressed out. And feeling that breath move through the center of your chest, perhaps unwind some of the tightness we carry around our heart muscle. 
And so we find presence and compassion in our breath. And then the last piece of the instructions is, what do I do with my mind? Because we all know it's not going to be silent, right? We line up our body, we feel our breath, and here comes the ever-persistent train of thoughts, likely very loud, very repetitive. And what do we do? We just notice it. My favorite story, teaching story, and I wish I remembered who said this, I don't, but it was a teacher talking about meditating outside in a tent, maybe in his backyard, and he had cats. And the cats are like walking around the tent, like, I want to be in the tent, let me in the tent, right? And they're purring and meowing and rubbing at the tent. And he's trying to meditate inside. And he's like, these cats, these freaking cats, like they're so noisy. I can't practice. They're too noisy. And finally he gives up and he opens the tent and he lets the cats in the tent. And what do they do? They curl up and they go to sleep and he's like meditating lovely. These are our thoughts. Our thoughts are the cats. And we're trying to meditate with that tent zipped up real tight. Don't come in. Don't come in. Shh. And we just got to let them in. Unzip the tent. Here are the thoughts. But what I'm not doing is turning around and petting the cat. Right? What I'm not doing is going, oh, yeah, I do have to send that email when I'm done meditating. Right? I do have to go to the grocery store. Yep. mm -hmm. And for dinner tonight, I'm going to cook. Blah, 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 blah. Instead, I'm noticing, oh, yeah, here's a to-do. Mm-hmm. And here's my grocery list. It comes every practice. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dinner's already planned. Great. Mm-hmm. Here's my breath. Here's my body. Here's the next thought. Let it curl up and go to sleep. And with that engagement of the mind, that letting go over and over again, yes, the thoughts are here. No, I'm not holding on to them. This is non-judgment. I'm not good or bad because I'm thinking. My thoughts aren't correct or incorrect. I get to be the casual, interested observer. I'm so curious. What thoughts are going to show up today? And I will tell you that I often journal Like when I do my journal session afterwards, I very often am like, was thinking about work slash email, fell asleep or daydreamed or was paying bills in my mind, whatever, you know, whatever it was that was happening. I kind of make a list so that I don't forget because then we see our patterns. Oh yeah, this is every time I like have that anxious, clenchy feeling in my belly, my thoughts tend to go in this direction. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Right? Or when I'm sleepy, my thoughts go here. This is where we start to really glean wisdom from our practice. 
And so my guess is you know these instructions, right? Most of you have meditated with me a long time. We know that we want to sit in a way that's tall and awake and relaxed. We know that we want to feel our breath. We know that we don't need to worry too much about our thoughts. But it's different when we're inside. When we set the timer, when we close the eyes, when we're alone, it feels different. And sometimes the antidote is really simply, remind yourself of the practice. You can go to a class, listen to a teacher, you can pick up a book and read a page or two, a meditation book, and read a page or two out of it. Something that sort of anchors you back in, oh yeah. It's not, (laughs) it is and it's not as simple as sit down, close your eyes, be still. That's exactly what we're doing. And there also is some gentle effort within that sitting still, close your eyes, feel your breath. So why don't we try a little practice? Now? If you've been wiggling around a lot, or seated still for a while, you can move around a moment. Stretch out, roll your ankles, release your knees if you need to. And when you're ready, I'm gonna invite you to really hear the words tonight, guys. When you're ready, let's find our seat. And so you're going to sit in a way that feels comfortable to you. Whether that's with your legs crossed, your legs extended, or your feet flat on the ground. And you're going to settle your hands onto your lap. Roll your shoulders back and down. Lift up the top of your head. And decide if you'd like to close your eyes or if you'd rather just gaze softly at the ground. Together as a group here, we'll breathe in through the nose, deep inhale. We'll exhale a sigh out of the mouth. Let's just do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhale a sigh out of the mouth. And then you allow your breath just to flow. This breath doesn't need to be shaped or controlled in any way. As we settle ourselves into the practice today, we begin by stating our intention. Now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. When you say those words, 
let that be your call. Your call to pay attention to what you're doing, to what's happening in this moment. The first thing we notice is our bodies. Allowing ourselves to sit fully and deeply in this exact moment. Notice if there's a way that you can let yourself sit more. All of those subtle little ways that we try to hold ourselves up. Let go of them here. Letting the cushions or chair beneath you support your hips and your thighs. Find the base of your spine and very gradually trace up the length of that spine. making sure that you feel very tall. Letting the back of your neck feel long. And the crown of your head is lifted. Gradually, we scan through the muscles of the face. Letting go of the space between the eyebrows. The skin around the eyes. The lips and the jaw. For a moment, maybe even pause here. Noticing a sense of space inside your mouth. Your breath continues to flow. Inviting your collarbones to spread and settle. Noticing for a moment how your chest rises and falls as you breathe. Perhaps for a minute here, you just notice, what do I feel in the center of my chest? Knowing that you don't have to answer with words.
and you could just feel. Gradually you feel down into your belly. And you remember to let go of the muscles in the belly. So that as you breathe in, your belly is expanding. As you breathe out, your belly is very gently contracting. And for a moment, let's just feel that. The inhales, the belly expands. And the exhale, the belly slightly contracts. And the more you tune into the rhythm of that breath, the more you might begin to feel your breath. For me, I often draw my attention right inside the nose. When I follow the air as I breathe in from the tip of the nose, inside, 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 all the way into the expansion of that belly. And then when I breathe out, I feel from that contraction, the breath moving up and up and up and out and out and out. And I'm going to keep drawing myself into this flow, this movement, this feeling of breath. Maybe you find your breath takes on a three-dimensional living, pulsing, beating inside you, around you, through you. And my invitation as we settle into 10 minutes of silence is to stay curious. We don't know what this next breath will feel like. 
and we don't know where our minds will go next. We stay curious. And any time we find that we have gotten lost, that we've forgotten our body, our breath, or our minds, we just really gently come back. Here again for the next breath. Here again, watching that thought as it drifts by. Let's see what happens as we sit together here. Ten minutes.
Remembering the instructions here. Remembering our bodies are tall and awake. Our bodies remind us to stay present. We feel the flow of the breath. Each breath carrying with it a flow of warmth, compassion. And we let go of that firm grip we have on the mind. We let our minds be open, curious, and non-judgmental about whatever it is that is happening for you in this moment. Allow yourself to feel just a few more breaths right here. As you feel ready, you'll let that breath grow a little bit deeper. With those more purposeful breaths, we wiggle our fingers and our toes. Together, we'll take one last deep breath in. Exhaling out a sigh. Letting go of the practice here, you take all the time you need to blink your eyes open. And you remember that to meditate is to be present without judgment and with compassion. This is how we remember the instructions. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.